Radical. Welcome to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. Each week, join the gnarly Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the totally tubular tools, advice, and strategies you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now on to this week's totally tubular show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Print On Demand cast. Thank you so much for joining us for another week, episode 54 of the Print On Demand cast. We're so glad that you're here, and I'm so glad that Travis is here, as always, my co-host, my co-pilot, my captain, co-captain, captain, my captain, Depot Society. <laughs> it's a long way to go for Robin Williams reference, but I went there. Travis, how's it going, man? It's going good, man. I'm glad you brought Robin Williams into the first section of the Print On Demand cast. He's yeah, a legend. Right. And uh, yeah, I, I appreciate that. How are you yeah. doing? Man, I'm I'm doing uh, good, better than I deserve. Uh, busy, of course. Uh, we are recording mm-hmm. earlier than normal on yes, this, we are a Tuesday, and uh, it's your we, fault. It is my fault. Uh, so <laughs> so we had a client, the client that I often refer to here and have referred to before. Uh, he called me on Thursday and said, "Hey, get ready." And I said, "For what?" And he he told me his his marketing strategy that he was launching. Um, and so I was like, yeah, okay, cool. And then over the weekend, the man sold 1200 orders in three (laughs) days. So, and that's multiple items and it hasn't stopped. So it's, it's still pouring in. So, uh, we are now kind of, we have, we've, we have a guy that's coming in. We have two people that are working second shifts, kind of night shifts. And then Jason and I for this week are going to be filling in and, and doing a night shift. So that night fell on tonight for me. So I text you, Travis, and I said, Hey, I got to record early on Thursday or on Tuesday rather. Uh, Cause I'm going to be uh, printing all night. So when you guys yeah. are listening to this, I will have probably marathon printed uh, through the night, burning the midnight oil, watching Rockies, Rocky four, one, two, three, four. I don't know. Trying to keep my mind <laughs> occupied while I just uh, print away. But that is why we're here. And uh, that's why uh, we have a, a new 3070 coming. So that that's going to be fun to talk about as soon as yeah. that thing gets here. Congratulations. Uh, that's exciting. It, yeah, it is exciting. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think, you know, maybe I can post some exclusive stuff to the YouTube channel so people can kind of see it running, see the installation mm-hmm. set up, that kind of stuff. Um, but it's going to be super exciting to see that thing in action. Uh, and, and see if it's if it's everything that they said it was because it better be because it's a lot of money so <laughs> it better be all that is. more <laughs> yeah for sure that's uh it is a lot of money we're kind of looking at looking at one ourselves so just yeah. to kind of gear up for q4 and yep. um much like you it's you know you you're like well the volume volume is you know it's okay it's okay and then a customer goes hey i'll take a hundred of those and you're like oh Plus the other volume, yeah. okay, and then the next customer says, "I'll take another fifty of those," and I'll, you know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think I think that'd be something. I don't whether whether it's you and I in a future episode or someone else that could speak to it, but you know, preempting growth in in a good mm-hmm. way instead of instead of reacting to growth, which can also yeah. often lead to, you know, I, I've often said in the last handful of weeks. Um, you know, if, if, you know, using the story of Noah as an analogy saying, if God said the rain's coming, we can either build the boat in anticipation or tread water and drown. Those are the two (laughs) options. Uh, and so what, what that tension is, how to walk that out. I think it might be an interesting episode for those that are, uh, kind of in that phase as well, uh, that are our listeners. So this week, Travis, 
we don't necessarily have a point of interest because we have an interview. And as is custom, if we have someone in on the interview, we don't usually do a point of interest. But we would never, ever think or begin to think or fathom of depriving you, the listener, of this week's weekly dad joke. Time for the weekly dad joke. So, Travis, are, are you are you going to serve this one up this time? You text uh, me with this joke. Well, yeah. I serve mean, it up. I just thought it was really interesting because <laughs> I... I literally just learned that Chuck Norris was actually exposed to COVID-19. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. The virus had to quarantine for 14 days. And that's this week's dad joke of the week. Yes. Corona has met its match. Uh, so if you need to know, I think, you know, the effective uh, medicine would be just Chuck Norris's blood, but there's a finite amount of that. We can't just go around exactly doing that. And Travis, before we go into the main event of this episode, you are Mm -hmm. holding a cap, not so nonchalantly next to your (laughs) shoulder. And I'm very confused because there's no ghost in the middle of that circle with a slash through it. So it's not a Ghostbusters gimmick. What are you holding? This, my friends, is the no cap cap. I'm not lying. No cap. It's literally a blue cap. So like, like the emoji and uh, it has a little cross through the middle. Like, like just, I said, like the Ghostbusters cross Yeah. and it's literally a no cap cap. And, um, there was a mutual friend of ours who, um, well, I don't care if you know, uh, it was actually Chris green. He contacted yeah. me and he said, Hey, can you do this? Um, I want to do, I want to, I want to test it. And so he bought a domain, literally nocapcap.com. And he um, just posted a picture. They're all mock-ups. It's not even this hat. I haven't sit. That's the, literally the first one we did. (laughs) We got the thing digitized. We uh, set it up. I mean, it's literally a one page website. It's nothing fancy at all. He just wanted to test it. Um, And so we, we put it out there and we were talking about it. I was on one of his coaching calls today and we kind of released it as a example of how you can test with print on demand. And it's, it's going to be cool. Um, So I'm going to send this to him. He's going to do like a TikTok and see if he can, you know, kind of get it out there a little bit more. And who knows? I mean, we, we may sell nothing, but that's the idea of testing, you know, and, and trying different things. And that's the beauty of print on demand. And so we're going to try to sell the no cap cap. And I'm not so, kidding. I mean, no cap. No We're lie. Do this. No, no cap. As my nephew no says, cap. no cap, no glizzy. I don't know what glizzy. Actually, a glizzy is a hot dog. So figure that out. <laughs> so no lie, no hot dog. I don't understand it, but I go with it because I love the kid. So no cap, no glizzy. No cap, cap.com. Get yourself one if you want to avail yourself and confuse people around you and incite a conversation as to what no mm-hmm. cap means or be in with the youngsters, the Generation Zs. Market to the Gen Zs, as we've said in the previous episode, and just get to nocapcap.com. So again, because it's fun to say, nocapcap.com. <laughs> <laughs> say that three times fast. So uh, no, man, that's excited. I'm, ex- I, that's, uh, I'm excited to hear uh, what happens with it. And, and if it goes off, maybe yeah. we need to have Chris back on here and we can talk about how print on demand works for testing and have him on the show again. It's always good talking to him. And speaking of having people on the show this week, our main event of the episode is our interview uh, with the gentleman that, you know, he has a podcast merch minds podcast, correct? Is that the, mm-hmm. is his podcast? So, so Travis tell, uh, tell the listeners before we go into it, 
what kind of prompted you to reach out to Young and uh, bring him on the show? Yeah, Young, uh, and I, I allude to this in the interview. Um, I had met him kind of through the podcasting world. He had a podcast back when there weren't any print-on-demand podcasts, so there's very few. <laughs> yeah. And he yeah. was doing a Merch by Amazon podcast. He had a partner at the time, uh, Glenn, who was also you know doing really well in Merch by Amazon. And um, we were doing, for the Rocky Mountain Reseller Conference, we were going to have a Merch kind of wing or a, you know, a tract for merch. And so I wanted them to come and maybe even speak. And, you know, so I just reached out to him. I was actually on his podcast and uh, that's how we met. Um, I've always kind of stayed in touch. You know, I still, his shows still come up on my, uh, on my podcast feed and, and such. So I, I knew recently he took, he took a break when his father passed, took took a break for quite a while from kind of doing the podcast, but he's recently come back and, um, you know, doing the podcast again. And so I thought, well, let's, let's see, let's have him on the show. And I think, um, we'll probably go on his show at some point too. And, um, it's just, it's that whole idea that, you know, we're all in this together. There's no competition here really. Um, we are, you know, in print on demand world, there's plenty of pie to go around. And so (laughs) let's share some with Yong on this week's print on demand cast. 100%. So with that guys, we're going to go into this week's main event. Our interview with Yong from Merch Minds Podcast. On a cold, dreary night in September of 2020, Travis Ross and Josiah Sifuentes created the Print on Demand cast. This is the main event. All right, Travis, this week for the main event, we have another interview. We have another special guest. We have Yong from the Merch Mind Podcast. Merch Minds podcast, rather. A little bit about Yang before we bring him on, just for you, the listener, to know Yang graduated with a BA in graphic design from San Jose State University. He found early success in Merch by Amazon when he was consistently selling $3,000 a month with only 300 products live. So, Travis, you do the math real quick. You let us know what's that per product? No, I'm not getting out my calculator. We don't, we don't, we don't have time to wait. We don't have time to wait because Yong is waiting. We want to bring him on right now. <laughs> Yong from the Merch, Merch Minds podcast. Thanks so much for joining us, man. How's it going? Good. How are you guys? Travis, it's good to see you and Josiah. First time meeting you. I yes, love your name, man. You. Thank love you so name. much. Thank it's you. From the, it's from the Bible. I read my Bible. I know. Very much so. That is- <laughs> you know, I, uh, I know that sounds crazy. As, as loud as I am and, and as much as I curse, I do read my Bible. <laughs> hey, hey, we... We, we do the same. Uh, yeah, my dad was a pastor, and my mom had that name picked out since years and years before I was born. So I love it. So, yeah, little love Bible it. trivia. You don't know what you're going to get here on the Merch, <laughs> on the, uh, Merch Minds. This isn't the Merch Minds podcast. This is the Print on the Man cast. <laughs> I've got my wires crossed now. Uh, but, no, hey, thanks so much for uh, coming on. I know you have uh, had Travis on your show before as well, and so Travis reached out and wanted to have you on ours, and and uh, we'll go from there. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, thank yeah. you, guys. I'm it's going to be fun. Yeah, we had a, um, back when I was still doing the Rocky Mountain Reseller Conference, the third year we did it, we had a merch track, um, like a merch by Amazon track that we like invited a bunch of people to come on. And um, while we were promoting the conference and trying to kind of say, hey, we're not just doing, you know, Amazon FBA or, you know, a wholesale or private label, we're also actually going to be talking about merch. I went on the Merch Minds podcast way back when, and I was still, you know, probably, 
you know, retail arbitrage, private label, wholesale, all of that stuff is before I was, you know, had made the shift into full-time print on demand. So it's been a, been a quick or uh, been a couple minutes since I've uh, talked to you young, but I'm glad sounds like you're, you know, your, your show's still going strong. You're, uh, you're kind of back in the saddle and, um, Let's let's jump in here. Let's just kind of get a little bit of history with your 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 print on demand story. Why don't you tell us kind of how you got into print on demand, Young? Yeah, so I actually got into it. Um, I think like most of us, we heard it through uh, Chris Green, uh, but Travis. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, back then, I was kind of like, yeah, I was doing a lot of RA. I was, you know, I was you know, traveling the country um, whenever I can, and. Um, um, I would go sourcing. I would go on, go on these sourcing trips. And at that time, my co-host, Glenn, um, some of you guys may know him as uh, Hustler Hacks. He's like, yo, man, I started this, um, the, you know, Merch by Amazon. You know, are you doing it yet? And I was like, man, look, I know what it is. I just don't have time right now. I'm getting ready for Q4. And then that <laughs> December, he told me he made like $10,000. And I was like, What? <laughs> I was like, man, I'm like, let me let me do some research. And you know, like I said, I had heard about it. And then I signed up and they weren't approving accounts at the moment. So I had to wait like three, four months, got approved. And um, yeah, so that's pretty much how I got started. That was back in 2016, I want to say, like March of 2016, I finally got approved. Uh Things were a lot different back then. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, so, and, um, you know, my, 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 my listeners, my longtime listeners will know, like, I document my entire journey uh, on my podcast. Like, if they go back to the very first episode and just listen all through, they'll literally follow my numbers. Cause I was like, cause we were the only podcast out there for Merch by, um, Merch by Amazon. Mm hmm. And, um, and, you know, we were like the only, you know, we were the first ones that, that were giving out our uh, seven-day numbers. And, you know, I'm, I'm very open about my numbers. Uh, I know yeah. some people, they don't like to share the numbers. I'm <laughs> like, I don't have anything to hide. I, I, I share my numbers. I haven't shared my numbers as of lately, only because nothing's really changed. But again, my, 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 uh, my longtime listeners know uh, um, how much I'm making. Um, it's not much compared to what it was, but, um, but yeah, so that's pretty much my story on how I got into it. Okay, cool. So you have a day job that you do outside of Merch by Amazon, right? So it's kind of a side hustle for you. Is that correct? More like a side hustle, man. And you, you, you live in California, you, you have to have a day job. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so damn expensive out here, man. Yeah, you have to have a day job and a side hustle to make it in California. Exactly, man. It's, it's nuts. <laughs> It's yeah, crazy. No, that, that, that's totally understandable, man. So, so where are you at now in your POD uh, journey? I know, I, I know, I asked you, uh, you know, before we pressed record, like, where are you? Meaning, where do you live? And then you offered up where you were specifically, like, location-wise at the moment. But you mm-hmm. wanted to save that because you said it's kind of a cool story. So, yeah, it, well, I don't know if it's cool. Yeah, I don't know if it's cool, but it's definitely an interesting <laughs> story. Um, again, my, my, my listeners would know, but I'll, you know, I don't mind sharing with your with your listeners. Yeah, uh, so do. so so I am in California. So I'm originally from Silicon Valley, Northern California, and then um, uh, late last year I relocated to Southern California uh, because my father had passed, and because my mom is in Southern California, 
I wanted to relocate here uh, because technically she's here alone. Sure. And um, mm -hmm. but I still have my day job in Silicon Valley, mm. and and I've been re I've been working remotely the whole time, and um, so I made the decision to relocate for the time being, with the intention of going back whenever they reopen. Um, mm. And so to answer your question, Josiah, I guess technically I'm homeless because I've been living in an extended <laughs> stay hotel. Since the whole time I came down here, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and and people ask, well, why don't you, why don't you get an apartment? Well, because when you get an apartment, you're locked into a lease, and then yeah. if my job says I do have to go back, well, yeah. now I'm stuck in the lease, stuck. right? Yeah, I can literally check out tomorrow. There's no contracts. There's no lease. Yeah. I can just pack everything up and just just go. Yeah. Yeah, and give, given the cost of living, it might be the same or maybe cheaper to just keep doing extended stay <laughs> hotels in California. Uh, it's you know I might be saving a little you know on sure. some utility on some utilities, but it, it's even the hotels here are crazy. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Imagine. Yeah, everything, all of that stuff's crazy in California. That is a fun story, man. I had no idea you were living in an extended stay hotel. That's yeah. That's so cool, I, you know, so I so, so I joke, you know, I'm, I'm technically homeless. Yeah. yeah. Well, as long as you got good internet, you know, these yeah, days. All, yeah, exactly. It's all you need to survive and work remotely is some right? reliable internet connection. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Young, let's uh, let's dive into a little bit more about POD because um, I know you have, you know, we said in the intro that you, you know, you got a bachelor's in graphic design. Um, mm -hmm. So I want to know, like, obviously that helps you in print on demand. Of course it does because you, you know the difference between good design and bad design, but I'm just wondering if there's other things that make you uniquely qualified to be in print on demand. Maybe it's, you know, just personality could be, you know, like personal characteristics that you have that, that help you have more of a bent towards, you know, working remotely or working online or, you know, things like that. I'm just curious if there's other things that besides your, your bachelor's um, that make you uniquely qualified to be in print on demand. I don't know if I'm necessarily qualified. I think anyone's qualified, right? I mean, you know, my, you know, the tenant next door to me is, could be qualified to be up here again. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I don't, I don't like to use the term uh, expert. I'm really not, right? Um, I'm just like you guys. I'm just a rat, you know, I'm just a, a, a regular guy. I just happen to have that degree. And it's not, and, and like when I say I have a degree in graphic design, like I'm not saying that to say, oh, I'm better than you. My designs are better than yours. You know, I'm sure there's some 12 year old kid in India who can just blow me out of the water. Right. <laughs> um, but but I'm just like I said, I, I have the formal training. Like I have the eye to recognize a good design between a bad design. Right. So I don't think I'm necessarily qualified. I just have a formal training again, to, um, to know what's good and bad. Sure. Okay. No, that's cool. Um, I'm curious, uh, too, like, I know you do like merch by Amazon's your main jam, but you also do Etsy, right? I do a little Etsy. Um, okay. yeah. So I do a little Etsy. My numbers there aren't that great because, um, Look, how, how do I put this? I'm like 80% merged by Amazon okay. and then like 20, gotcha. 30% Etsy. So I, that's, 
I, I, I'll, I'll do like when I say part time hustle, Etsy is like my part time, part time, part time hustle. <laughs> Your quarter time right. hustle. Yeah, you had to split it, it up I, and divvy the pie. I hardly ever touch it. <laughs> like, Are those I'll the only two platforms you're on then? Is is just as far as print on Etsy? demand? Yeah. Um, okay. I do have a Redbubble account, but mm-hmm, sure. I haven't touched. I haven't touched that in years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does that do any sales at all, or is it just kind of if it if it makes a sale, you're happy, and or you don't on even average, it, yeah, like on average, yeah, coffee or something. <laughs> yeah, on average, I might get like ten sales per month. Yeah. Okay. So well, that's that's better your... than some. I was just gonna yeah. say that's better than some of my you know low end. Like I think we're on wish.com. I think I get like two or three sales oh, yeah. a year. You know, <laughs> and then Bonanza. I think I get you know maybe ten to twenty sales a year again. So. Uh, Jesus, so yeah, is still around, huh? Yeah, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> so the majority of your your volume then comes through merch by Amazon, and I know that there's a lot of our listeners out there that are just getting started in merch mm-hmm. by Amazon. And so for those people listening that are that are just kind of beginning the journey, are there some tips that you could give the listeners that are caught in that tier ten or tier twenty five? Uh, part of of merch by Amazon to help them kind of break through that ceiling. Yeah, I, I can give you a lot of tips. Um, I would say, look, you don't have to go to design school like I did. Um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of talented people. That, um, they're very good designers and, and they're self taught. Uh, so I would say, because it's not again, it's not rocket science, right? Like, you can't teach yourself how to. I mean. I, Maybe you can. Like, you can't teach yourself how to build a space shuttle, but you can definitely <laughs> teach yourself how to do design, right? Because all that information is online. Um, yeah. So I would say if you're just getting into it, just do your due diligence and teach yourself some fundamentals of design because it will really yeah. – I, I, gar- I promise you, it will make a big difference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even if you're buying your designs, because like when I started, I just bought a bunch of designs. Um, ended up, ended up that be that those designs that I bought for merch, I did put them on merch shirts, but I also eventually ended up using those on my coffee mugs when I started, yeah. you know, printing them myself. Um, but I didn't really know what you know. The only thing I knew is when I looked at design or looked at a design, I I could tell if the text was you know right or centered or whatever, but I didn't have like concepts of what good design is. Um, But you're saying, you're saying that that skill, like having an actual kind of background in graphics, graphic design will help you basically. That's what I'm hearing. I mean, it helped me. I mean, look guys, I mean, early in my career, I mean, again, it's been all documented. If you guys think I'm lying, um, just go back and listen to the earlier episodes. I literally had 300 designs um, and I was consistently making like $3,000 a month. And that was kind of like my claim to fame, right? People were like, what the hell? Right? <laughs> it, I mean, I wasn't doing it. I mean, they were just really good designs in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, and obviously my numbers fell off after Amazon made all those crazy changes and, and whatnot. Sure. But um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, proof is in the pudding, right? So you said learning the fundamentals of design is something that 
you know, do your due diligence to do that when you're first starting in. So for someone that let's yeah. say doesn't have a, a bachelor's in, in design, are there any good resources out there that you could point them to, to help them understand the fundamental, the fundamentals of designs, whether it's, you know, even something on a YouTube tutorial or something like that, but is there something out there that you think can help people kind of grasp what the fundamentals of design are yeah. as they kind of go into this journey? Easy. Two words, YouTube university. There are tons of free content yeah. on YouTube. Uh, I mean, you can literally just search anything from color contrast, uh, typography, um, anything. You can mm -hmm. find tutorials on YouTube, literally. Sure. Um, sure. You know, uh, Travis, I don't know if you ever talked to Tara, Tara Flake. Um, if not, you should definitely have her on the show in the near future. But okay. she's a... Um, Gosh, I don't remember her original. I think she was like in marketing or something or, or, or advertising, um, but she wanted to do graphic design. So she, she, she taught herself how to do design on, on YouTube. And she does really well on merch. Cool. I just wrote her name down. We'll, yeah. uh, maybe we'll reach out and, and, yeah. uh, and have her on sometime. So back to the original question, like, okay, so have good designs. In order to get out of tier 10 or tier 25, have good designs. But that surely that can't be it. I mean, are is there anything else that, you know, somebody because I mean, I think that's kind of goes without saying, like, it, it makes sense. I, if I want to sell something, it's got to be good quality. Is there are there other things that you can point to and say, well, this will help you? I mean, Frankly, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll admit I bought my way out of tier 10 <laughs> and then I tried to, you know, I just tried to, you know, get as many people as I could, you know, when I was at tier 25 and to buy stuff. And, um, but yeah, I mean, is there any other, um, tips or tricks that you can maybe help somebody that, that is stuck kind of in that endless loop of, you know, checking their phone and nothing, you know, seeing the double zeros. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's going to sound cliche, right? I mean, everyone's going to say, oh, do the research and you have to be in the right uh, uh, niche. Is it niche, niche? I, I can never understand. It's both. Um, is it? Okay. <laughs> you, know, you have to be in the right niche. You have to have the right keywords, like all that. Yeah, I mean, you, you need to have all that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think, see, like, there's nothing wrong with your particular strategy of, of buying yourself out of tier 10. I never did that because I wanted to, like, when I first started, like, I was like, okay, these are my designs. I want to make sure that someone else buys them. Because if that's, mm. if someone else is buying them, that's social proof that it's going to sell, right? Mm -hmm. Compared to where if I buy it, well, yeah, it's sold, but I bought it. Right. So I want social proof. It may never proof, sell so, again. Yeah. So I want social proof that it's going to sell. Um, again, just, Having good design, understanding good design, and it's like what you were saying, Travis, even if you don't want to do your own design, still teach yourself design because mm -hmm. then you'll make smarter decisions, right? Whether you outsource or you buy designs from um, elsewhere, uh, uh, you can make better decisions. Okay, so um, obviously there's like um, – we've had people on the uh, print on demand cast thinking to like Neil Lassen and we've had other people like that, um, that have specific tools that, um, are specifically for merch by Amazon. Um, some of them are specifically for merch by Amazon. Some of them are, you know, more POD generic. And I'm, I'm just wondering, mm -hmm. do you use any specific tools, uh, for POD? And if so, what, what are they? Yeah. So 
uh, obviously I use Adobe Illustrator um, to, uh, to, to make my designs. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and, that, and that's what I recommend to anyone. I know people use Photoshop, uh, but Photoshop was originally created to edit photos. It wasn't created to uh, make designs. Now, I know people do it. That's mm-hmm. okay. I'm not criticizing you. If that's your thing, go ahead and do it. But really, uh, it should be done in Illustrator. Um, so that's one tool that I use. Um, I do use Merch Informer. Um, uh, let's see. Merch Resize. Mm-hmm. Merch I love Resize. That. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. Never and heard that, of it. Is that, nope. No. Now, see, I mean, you're talking to a couple guys who were in Merch by Amazon when it first came out, made uh-huh. some yeah. money, and then kind of <laughs> moved on to the next thing. And I mean, I haven't touched my Merch account in, you know, over a year. I think I I'm, yeah. actually I did when they changed the algorithm to where you could load, you know, like the design was the issue and you could load it on all the products. I think I logged in uh-huh. for a few days and like put a bunch of crap on pillows and totes uh-huh. and all of that. But um but no, so we don't really have a lot of insight into the Merch by Amazon ecosphere. So yeah, tell us about Merch Resize. Yeah, so it's basically a drop and drag tool. Um, it's web-based, um, and it resizes all your designs. Uh, so if you have a 4,500 by 5,400 design, you drop it in there, um, and you can resize it to a pop socket, uh, an iPhone case, mm. hoodies, mm. Um, you mentioned pillows. So yeah, merch. So it's just basically merchresize.com. I use that all the time. Um, That's cool. Let's see, what else do I use? I feel like I'm leaving something out. Productor, you, great tool. Oh yeah, yeah. I think, I think I think everyone uses that, right? At this point. Yeah, I actually found that when I came back to merch, I I didn't. I'd heard it somebody talking about it, and it actually has the ability to resize stuff kind of in it too, and then. It has mm-hmm. a, a translator inside of it. So you can, mm-hmm. you know, post to all the other, um, I mean, I'm sure it's, you know, Google translate is Google translate, you know, it's not going to be a perfect translation and, and native speakers or native readers of those other languages <laughs> are going to know that, okay, this is not, this yeah. guy ain't from Germany, you know, or whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it, at least, at least they can get the idea of what the, you know, the shirt or the product is about. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I really liked that. Productor uh-huh. is that what it's called? Yeah, Productor. Uh huh. Yeah, it, it's um, man. I mean, just all, all the information that you get in one dashboard. It's just oh my gosh, yeah. it's, it's, it's overwhelming. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. It is. I mean, there are some features I don't even know how to use. <laughs> There's just so much. I'm just like whoa. But yeah, so Productor is a good one. Um, mm-hmm. I want to say there's one more, man. But uh, Do you but, use yeah, pretty those, much or anything like that. You know, I I do use Pretty Merch, but that's again, it's Productor Pretty Merch, and and I feel bad saying this because I actually know the guy from Pretty Merch, and I've I've developed a relationship with him over the years, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not saying anything bad about the guy. He's a great guy, but Productor came along, and he was like, it was like, let's put it this way, Pretty Merch was like your Toyota Camry, right? <laughs> Productor came along. And it was like your Mercedes, right? And I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I have pretty much. I, I, I've used it. Uh, but mm. Productor has been my, uh, uh, my, my uh, your go-to. Your go-to. My, my go-to, yeah. Sure. Chrome extension. Okay. If, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm also curious, um, you know, you mentioned, um, you know, listing some stuff on Etsy. I'm wondering if you've – it 
if you've used any like cross-posting softwares or, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of these softwares that, you know, Hey, upload your design to this one place and it'll push it out to, you know, all, you know, merch by Amazon to Etsy to eBay to Amazon, all these different places. I'm wondering if you've ever used any of those or tried any of those programs and what was your experience with those? Yeah, I've, I've tried them. Um, and they're, and, gosh, it's been such a long time. I can't remember what it is. Um, there was anyway. Orbit Kit, I think, was Orbit one Kit, of them. Yeah, Orbit Kit. Yeah, Orbit Kit. So I've, yeah. I've tried them. And at the time, it was, um, yeah, at the time, it was a great tool. I mean, it was, uh, they were like the pioneers of cross-posting when it comes to print-on-demand. But it's just, I found that when it does cross-post, sometimes things aren't that accurate. Um mm. Like you still have to go into your, your your Redbubble account and kind of shift your designs either up or down. Hmm. And so I was like, well, what's the whole point of using this if I still right. have to go in there? So I, I again, and nothing against those guys. Um, yeah, they did a phenomenal job in creating that. But uh, uh, but yeah. So to answer your question, I've used it. Do I use it now? No. Okay. So for your Etsy account, uh, who you're doing print on demand? I'm assuming mostly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who who fulfills that for you? What print provider are you Printful. using? For? Printful. Printful. Okay. Um, yeah, Printful. I mean, I've what? shopped. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to ask, what's your experience been like? Because a lot of the, a lot of people, again, listening are are just starting out, and they might be contemplating, like, oh, I'm going to use Printful to to drop ship or to fulfill my products that I sell on Etsy or or whatever platform. So, can you talk a little bit about your experience with Printful? Yeah, um, yeah. pros, cons, that kind of stuff, and, and maybe uh-huh. help guide some people that are thinking about that and then just let us know um, how that's been working for you. Yeah, Printful, um, gosh, man, um, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with them. So <laughs> they're really good. Like, they'll fulfill your orders, but sometimes I find that on some orders, it'll take really long. Like, I just had an issue today. Like I had to get in contact with customer support because it had been more than seven days, right? Because their promise is sure. that they're going to fulfill your orders within seven business days. It was like eight days on this particular <laughs> order. Um, so on some orders, it might take a bit longer for some reason. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. And another complaint that I have is um, they're super expensive. They're mm-hmm. really expensive. Um but their customer service is great, right? Like, again, like when I had that issue today, I, I contacted them and they took care of everything. Um, hmm. But, yeah, so it's there's pros and cons, right? I mean, just like anything else in life, there's pros and cons. True. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if anything, I'm, I'm a huge supporter of small businesses. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to find a small business or, or like a local printer here who can mm-hmm. yeah. fulfill my orders. That would be a yeah. dream of mine. Uh, but yeah, but right now I know, been careful. I know, I know a couple printers. Yeah. I know a couple guys that hmm. own print shops. I could, are you, are you talking about, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> you got are, you guys, <laughs> are you guys, are you guys both in Colorado? Yeah. 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 We both, okay. both. So okay. yeah, let us know. We'd love to, we'd love to chat and see how, Either one of us. Yeah, both of us yeah. You know what? You know what? Let, let's let's talk afterwards for sure. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the whole reason we got Sean. No, I'm just kidding. That's totally <laughs> not this. That's a great strategy. The bait and switch, y'all. Right. That's a switch. great strategy, Travis. <laughs> I love it. Uh, no, that, that's funny. Um, awesome. Have you ever used Have you ever used like Printify or any of the other ones, or is it main? It's mainly been Printful for you for I, your Etsy I, stuff. I I have not. I've heard some nightmare stories about them, uh, mm. so I just pretty much avoided them. Uh, but yeah, I mean, remember when, like during the um, the pandemic in oh, yeah. past December? Oh, I remember. <laughs> Man, Printful, I mean, like, not only had like Amazon shut down, like Printful was taking like seven, eight weeks to fulfill the yeah, orders, and yeah, yeah. And so I was like, "Fuck, man!" I was like, I was so desperate, and uh, oh, sorry if I'm if I'm cussing. Um, <laughs> and um, so I was like, "This is when I was back in Silicon Valley. I was trying to find local printers back there, and it was just." Yeah, it's, it was tough. So no, yeah. I, I never use Printify, but I'm I'm open to use, um, you know, any printers out, outside of uh, Printful, as long as they're yeah. reliable. Sure. Yeah, I think I think there's you know there's definitely some pros and cons to having, you know, a, a Printful uh, versus a local shop. I think you know with with Printful the the ease in which they've made the listing process is is amazing. Like their, um, their, you know, user interface on their website is really awesome. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's top notch, top quality. You really kind of know exactly what you're doing. You know what you need to do. Uh, they yeah. do all the mock-ups for it. You know, all of that stuff is kind of, it's right there at your fingertips. Um, you know, but, uh, you don't, you know, you, you say customer service is good. I, and, and I have heard, I've heard both of, you know, those experiences with people that, you know, customer service has been good and customer service is bad. I mean, you think about last December when you're saying things are taking eight weeks, you know, seven, eight mm -hmm. weeks. And that, that wasn't just printful. I mean, there were a lot of companies that were really backed up oh, because yeah, we had the most unprecedented shopping e-commerce shopping uh, Q4 in the history of man, you know, because every, mm -hmm. nobody could go out to the shops. They were all shopping online. Like, you know, we've talked about that before on our podcast. And so it really, really did. And, and then you had the fact that nobody wanted to work. Nobody wanted to get out there and work yeah. because they were afraid of getting the virus. And so mm -hmm. it was kind of a, a, a perfect storm that really, you know, hit. Um, yeah. And then, you know, we, we always talk about, you know, we have a, a segment sometimes we'll run on the show called apparel rants. And it's basically just us <laughs> talking about how freaking hard it's been to get, yeah. you know, a black XL hoodie from anywhere in the freaking country, <laughs> you know, at least last year, you know, I mean, there were times where just yeah. certain garments and certain colors were not available to anyone. And, and so you combine all of that. And, um, you know, I, back to what I was originally saying, like, with, you know, a smaller company, the, the pro is that you can pick up the phone and you can actually talk to somebody, you know, and you can, mm -hmm. and you can see, Hey, what, what's going on, get a straight answer, get a quick answer. Um, with Printful, I mean, I'm sure that their chat queue was just, you know, a, an hour wait every time because oh, they just I, didn't I'm have sure. the capacity. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there's, like I say, there's definitely, pros and cons, you know, and then with that local print shop, it's not going to be maybe as easy to integrate with some of those places as it would be with, uh, with a printful or, or even a printify. So, yeah. um, but yeah, I, I, again, there's, there are definite, you know, pros and cons to both ways yeah. and you just kind of have to decide, um, you know, which way is going to be best for you and your business. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I'm just, you know, I'm just a huge supporter of small businesses. You know, my parents were small business owners and and uh, um, I always just like to, typically I like to keep my business within the small community. Like, sure. you know, like I hate going to Target. I hate going to Walmart. I'd rather go to the local mom and pop shop down the street and, and give yeah. them my business. It might cost a couple of bucks extra, but look, again, you know, I've, I've watched my parents raise two boys and, and uh, you know, through, through their small business. And so I know, I've seen it. I know what it's like. It, it, it's, yeah. you know, um, so I'm, I'm all for it, man. Yeah. That's awesome. <clears throat> well, let's get into what Travis and I call our magic questions. And there's mm. nothing magic about them other than the fact that they keep reappearing on every interview we do. So that's <laughs> probably why we call them magic. We're not entirely sure. But there are a set of questions that we pick and choose from uh, when it comes to our guests and kind of get their insights uh, as well. So one of the things, you know, when you're going through your career, I'm sure you mentioned Chris Green uh, kind of introduced you to merch by Amazon because he is a merch by Amazon evangelist and you were yet another convert of his, so, uh, <laughs> which is great. But, you know, along with Chris in the POD world, as you've gone on, who are people that you've kind of looked up to, uh, sought for advice, kind of uh, learned from their example? Who are some of the people out there that, that you are really um, gleaning off of when it comes to the print on demand sphere? Oh gosh, there are so many. Um, you know, I talked to Ken Real a lot. Mm, yep. Uh, I talked to Ken a lot. Um, uh, gosh, um, you, you know, I I have some friends within the community. I don't know if they're well known, but I'll you know I'll mention them anyway. Amber Timmerman. You know, we became really great friends. Uh, you know, we talk about merch quite often. Um, um, Leak. I'm sure you guys heard of Leak, right? Leak designs, you know, on merch. He's killing it on merch, right? Really? Okay. Um, oh yeah, just just look up, um, and you can write this down, Travis. Just look up L uh, L I Q U E. Yeah, his brand name is typically Leak something. Um, the guy crushes it, man. But anyway, I, I do reach out to him occasionally. The guy makes. He's probably one of the um, one of the more successful guys on merch by Amazon, I would say. Uh, hmm. But I talk to you know every now and then. I'll reach out to him. Uh, you know, Glenn and I, obviously, as, as co-hosts back in the days, we used to talk a lot. He doesn't do merch anymore. Um, mm. So I guess I can exclude him. I don't even know why I brought him up. <laughs> 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 he doesn't do merch anymore. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I talk to RJ every now and then. Um, yep. But, yeah, I mean, I talk to quite a bit of people. But those are like cool. the main people that I talk to. Well, it's good that you mentioned a few people that we've had on our show. So that, that yeah. shows that we're doing something good. It worked, worked out well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So um, how about this one? Um, story time with Yong. Tell us about a time okay. when something <laughs> in your business, in your POD business, that felt like a failure. Oh, gosh. You know what it was? And I don't <laughs> mind sharing the story because it's, uh, uh, so, so, so it's a, um, it was a trend, and, and I don't I don't I don't mind sharing that trend because I'll, it's over it's done and over with. But do you remember when Conor McGregor fought um, uh, Logan uh, Paul? Oh no, he didn't fight Logan Paul. No, no, no. Um, we did, but that was Mayweather. Much Mayweather. No, no, no. When when Conor McGregor fought, um, remember he threw that freaking uh, um, that um, 
he threw that thing through that damn bus window. What was it? The um, oh yeah, the do- the dolly, yeah. the dolly. He threw that yeah. dolly. Yeah. yeah. So so um so uh, I was, so I made a shirt about that, but you know, obviously I didn't use like words sure. like UFC or Conor McGregor, but I made a shirt about sure. that. And I even said on my podcast, "This is gonna make me a millions. No one, <laughs> no one else is doing this." I didn't sell one, <laughs> not one. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so so I, I totally failed on that one because because at the time, like everyone was talking about it, right? Oh, you know, it was yeah, all mm-hmm. over social media. Look what Conor McGregor did, and I'm just like. Oh man, everyone's talking about it. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's everyone real. wants it on a shirt. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone yeah, wants and to I, wear it. it's just I didn't, sell, I didn't sell one. That's, yeah, that's I an think, interesting. Go ahead, Josiah. No, I was just gonna say. I think I think that's a good kind of um, lesson about how how print on demand and this whole thing can kind of train you to be cautiously optimistic about <laughs> whether it's whether it's a new design, whether it's a new client. Mm-hmm. I know I know I've gone through the whole like you know you land a client you're like well it's set i'm just gonna watch the ship roll in and they're gonna move (laughs) thousands upon thousands upon thousands of units and they have a good week and then they disappear and you're just like well that sucks because i put all my eggs in that basket and now they're on the floor so yeah i I think that's just a good (laughs) lesson uh and how to and, and being cautiously optimistic not not pessimistic which is there's a fine line but yeah. cautiously optimistic. But Travis, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, I think the uh, one of the lessons you can learn or just it's very hard to have a shirt about something that you can't really use the main keywords that someone would go to search that shirt for. You yeah. know, you couldn't use UFC. You couldn't use Conor McGregor. You couldn't, you know, there were certain things. You, it's hard yeah. to really, you know, capitalize on something like that when there's, you know, copyright and trademark and all that stuff that you gotta, you really have to walk that fine line. It makes it difficult. I think it's a new Mm -hmm. segment. We get a shirt design that we can't use the main keywords for, and we have to riff on what we would to try and drive (laughs) that same traffic (laughs) to the design. (laughs) Now, if it catches, you know, I mean, you know, lightning in a bottle does strike occasionally. And, you know, if, if somebody somehow figures it out and then the algorithm, you know, the Amazon algorithm goes, Oh, that's what they meant. They might put it in front. You know, somebody might search Conor McGregor shirt and sure. your shirt might come up all of a sudden because somehow the dots got connected, but yeah. you yeah. don't have any yeah. control over that at all. You know, you can't yeah. use that stuff in your keywords and, you know, you're kind of at Amazon's right. algorithms mercy at that point, which is, <laughs> that's a very interesting, um, you know, thing to, to really consider when you're trying to jump on trends and trying to capitalize on, you know, things that are going on in the news, which is definitely a great strategy if you can make yeah. it work. Yeah. But, you know, here's the thing. That was obviously what two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pro- I probably wouldn't do it these these days because you know that was even even that particular design was kind of risky because you, you know we all know all three of us here know that um, Amazon is really really um, I'm not gonna say difficult but it's kind of tricky to upload those kind of designs yeah. on Amazon. Um, mm-hmm. and I think, and I think, uh, whenever you do stuff like that, you're taking a big risk Yeah. Uh, because you just never know what Amazon is going to say. Right. You know, they might come back and say, Oh, you know, they might say, Oh, this is about UFC. You can't do stuff like this. And even though they say parody is allowed, man, I, I just don't, 
And I was telling Ken this, like, I don't do parodies anymore because even though they say it's allowed, every time I do a parody, <laughs> they they just no, get rejected. Yeah. They get, well, yeah. not, not, not only is it allowed, every time I do a parody these days, they all get rejected. Yeah. They all get rejected. And, I, and I'm like, and I just get fed up and I'm just like, I'm not doing parodies anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's understandable. So how about this one? This one is one of our favorites to ask. And you have to kind of look into your crystal ball here, Young. And if we were to ask you, what do you think the future of print on demand is? What would your answer be? Oh gosh. Well, I th- obviously it's going to be more, more, uh, more products. Mm-hmm. Um, are we talking print on demand in general or merch by Amazon? Print on demand in general, but you know, merch by Amazon, of course, is in that sphere. But just. Uh, I think print on demand as as an industry, as an industry. Um, well, gosh, I mean, more products. I mean, I think um, you know, technology always gets better, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ten years ago, I mean, no one really even heard of a DTG printer. Um, so sure. I think, I think you know, technology is going to get better. Um, we'll have faster machines, faster printers. Um, yeah, it's only it's only going to get better and, and and better from here on out. Mm-hmm. Higher quality, um, yeah, guaranteed. From the business side, um, how do you think that's going to affect, um, you know, kind of small mom and pop shops, and then the casual print, you know, side hustle print on demand seller? How do you think um, the the future? What does the future look like for them? You're talking about small, the small mom and pop shop printers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those, and then, and then on the other side, the ones who are using those small mom and pop shop printers. Well, so I know how much these printers cost, Travis. And and if you're in the business of printing these shirts, uh, you obviously know they're very expensive. I mean, I looked in, yeah. I looked into it myself. Um, so, I think the small. So I'm like I actually. Believe it or not, like early in college, like I actually took a class on how to do silk screening, and that's the mm-hmm. like the old school way yeah. of printing yeah. shirts. Um, that's really becoming somewhat obsolete, right? Um, because, like, like I said, I mean, with technology, you want everything to be faster, and with the printers, you're able to print the, sh- uh, the shirts much faster. And with that said, man, these printers are super expensive, and in order for those mom and pop shops to compete, man, they need to buy these printers. Um, without a doubt, I mean, because the, there's no way that they're going to be able to, you know, like I could be like the soccer mom who comes in and say, hey, I need 50 shirts by Tuesday, and, you know, and it's like Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon. Yeah, technically you can do it with uh, the old, like I said, the old old school way of doing the screen, uh, silk screen, but man, you're going to have the, you're going you're gonna to need to have the printers to be successful. So, you know, in order for the mom and pop shops, they really, really need to invest in those technology. That's my opinion. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Let's do one more. Yeah. How about if you had to start all over, lost all your contacts, you don't know any of the people you talked about earlier, you just got your merch by Amazon account. What are you doing first? Gosh, research. Right. Okay. Um, I mean, research is important. Because I mean, I mean, if I literally just started over, but I still have my skill sets, I want to know what I'm designing about. So I would just do research again. Yeah. Uh, w- w- 
technically I don't really do trends anymore, but I, you know, you know, but that's again, hypothetically, if I was, if I was just starting, I would say what's trending at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So definitely research. Okay, cool. Nice. Awesome. Well, Jan, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to, to join us there from your yeah, extended man. stay in California. We won't name <laughs> the extended stay because they're not sponsoring this podcast and they don't get a shout out, but thank you. <laughs> random extended stay for allowing Jan to be there, to be on this show. And Jan, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to be on this show. Let people know uh, real quick before we hop off here, uh, if they want to know more about your podcast or follow you on Instagram, whatever, where, Uh-oh, Oh, do we lose him? I know we might have. He might have just dropped. But but basically, he's asking about the podcast. Uh, Yeah. yeah. So just just go on iTunes, um, Merch Minds Podcast. Uh, If you guys want to follow me on Instagram, I do have an account, but I'm not really on there much. Just, you know, at online young, Y-O-N-G, online young. Um, You guys can find me on Facebook. Uh, Reach out to me. You know, I'm if you guys have any questions, I'm not one of those people who don't respond. I always respond regardless of how silly your questions may be. Uh, um, yeah. You guys can send me a message on Facebook. Um, yeah. Cool. We'll put all those links in the show notes. And um, I think uh, we, we lost Josiah. I'm going to have to figure out what the heck happened to him, but uh, <laughs> John, I want to thank you for uh, coming on the print on demand cast, man. It's, it's been a good time. And I, I'm hoping that, you know, our listeners got some, you know, some inspiration and some, uh, some actual practical advice that they can, you know, use in their merch by Amazon accounts and in their print on demand businesses. Yeah. I appreciate you having me. It's been fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it again sometime and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank yeah. you, sir. Cheers. <laughs> Well, there you have it, folks, our interview with Yong from the Merch Minds podcast. I want to thank Yong again for coming on the show and apologize for the technical difficulties that inevitably <laughs> uh, made themselves apparent when <laughs> when you guys were listening to this and I miraculously disappeared. So uh, word to the wise, if you want to make content and of any sort, uh, make sure that the power strip that your laptop is plugged into is actually turned on, lest you <laughs> just die. At the very <laughs> tail end of the interview. Uh, so, uh, but no, Yong, thank you so much for coming on. Hope you guys uh, enjoy that. Travis, what did you think of uh, of Yong and his interview here on the Print on Demand cast? Yeah, that was good. Just, you know, hearing somebody else's perspective on Merch by Amazon, because as we alluded yeah. to in the interview, neither one of us really focus on that uh, in, a, in a primary way in our businesses. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, for me, it's kind of that thing that just, you know, I think I still make a few hundred dollars every month, which, you know, I'm not mad at, (laughs) but, um, it's nowhere near where it, what it could be had I focused and given that attention to it the way, you know, young has and others have in the merch by Amazon community. So it was good just having somebody that had a little more knowledge of that, that space and, and can speak a little more intelligently, um, to maybe how to, you know, how to get out of tier 10, how to get out of tier 25, you know, really, um, you know, focusing on your designs, focusing on your keywording and, and being intentional about it and treating it, you know, like a business. Um, yeah. Even if it is a side hustle, still treating it like a business. I think that's important. Sure. Um, sure. So yeah, it was good. It was good having them on. What was, were there, was there anything for you that uh, stood out in the, in the, in the interview? 
Well, I think it was just good to have someone like you said that that is in the Merch Amazon space because a lot of our listeners, uh, of course, are just starting out and the easiest kind of barrier of entry to this whole uh, industry is kind of merged by Amazon. So having someone that frequents it, that understands it, uh, talking mm-hmm. about Printful and help have how they are have done for him fulfilling his Etsy store, I think is is really good for listeners to hear because there's going to be a lot of people that are trying to d- figure out: is it Spring? Is it Printful? Is it you know which which provider do I want to go with? So yeah, uh, getting his kind of account on how that's been going for him is very helpful. So man, all around, I think uh, it was a lot of helpful information for people that are trying to, like you said, whether it's a side hustle. Or, or, or your main business or your side hustle that you're treating like a business, which you should do. Uh, lots of good, helpful information there. So, Yang, thank you so much again for, for coming on the show. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wanted to say one thing about last week's episode when we talked about um, kind of the power of why. And um, I, I just really appreciated a couple of people came in. Um, you know, I, I just typed in a little thing about uh, something that I said last week about how print on demand is simple, but it's not right. Um, and you know, agree or disagree. And some people posted that in the Facebook group or some people commented on that. And it was a really good, and it was a good, um, kind of exercise to get us thinking about some of these things. And so I just want to say thank you to everybody who commented on that. And if, if you have a comment, please go to our Facebook group. It's printondemandcast.com slash Facebook and join our group and you can participate in things like that. And, and, uh, yes, and even, even start those, you know, um, those conversations if you wish. And yeah. uh, so we'd love to have you guys join us in that Facebook group. Um, but yeah, just wanted to say, appreciated everybody kind of getting in on that. Um, it, it was, uh, it was, I, I also had somebody email me and say that they really appreciated that episode and it really got them thinking yeah. about, um, you know, their why. And so hopefully if you haven't listened to that, please do go back and check it out. Um, yeah. and, uh, if, if any of these episodes, you know, stand out as something that's really helping you, we, we certainly appreciate it. If you just reached out to us and told us, cause you know, sometimes we don't hear anything, yeah. we just don't know. And it's, yeah. we, we kind of base yeah. our, our assumptions on the numbers of downloads and things like that. And I, yeah. I think some, some, you know, some episodes are going to resonate with people, more than others. And and so if yeah. that if something's resonated with you, go ahead and shoot us an email at uh, info at print on demand cast or, or, you know, say something in the, in the actual Facebook group. Um, that would, that would really mean a lot to, to Josiah and yeah. I, I, I think. So uh, yeah, just absolutely. throw that out there. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to thank, uh, you know, Travis mentioned the people, uh, Eric Magnuson. I'm going to butcher these names probably. So please <laughs> Do not unsubscribe because of my inability to pronounce some of these names. Uh, Eric Magnuson, who, who actually posted and said episode 53 was great and then told us why he thought so and talked about the Start With Why book that we mentioned last week. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Eric, for posting in the group. And then again, Travis said, you know, the, the question he posed, uh, which I think is a great question. I think it's even a great idea for kind of a roundtable episode type thing about, about simple versus easy. Uh, uh, Greg Laufer commented, uh, Tammy Trin, Brian Skatchner. Again, I apologize so far in advance for this. Ken Ryle. Uh, posted, which I know how to pronounce his name because he's on the show. Uh, Vicky Wilson, Conley, and Nick Eden all posted and answered that question on the group. And if you guys want in on the conversation, you already know what I'm going to say. There's one place to go 
PredatorMancast.com slash Facebook is where you go to get in on the conversation to join the community. You can like the Predator Mancast page and then you can join the group. Uh, and the group is where we have a lot of these types of conversations. So please do so. Like Travis said, uh, it's greatly appreciated. And you can email us info at PredatorMancast.com. Uh, your questions, your suggestions, anything like that, please let us know what you have to say. And the other thing you can do for us as well, as always, is leave a five-star rating on iTunes. No matter where podcasts are or where you get them, the POD cast is there for you. So uh, if you happen to use the podcast app as your main vehicle for your podcast listening pleasure, please leave us a five-star review. Uh, it means a lot to us and it helps us get in front of the right people. We talk a lot about algorithms on this show and just like print <laughs> on demand, there are algorithms when it comes to podcasting and your uh, reviews help that algorithm get us in front of more people. And again, the easiest way to support the show, printondemandcast.com slash shop, pick up a shirt uh, and let us know which shirt you love and why, and then just buy it. And then send us a picture of you wearing it and we'll shout you out on the show. We'll put you on the screen on the YouTube and speaking of YouTube, there's no overlay for this because I just literally remembered it. We have a YouTube channel, friends, YouTube <laughs> or printondemandcast.com slash YouTube. Uh, we're uploading video um, video versions of each episode. Uh, when we get our new equipment in the 3070, I'm going to record and put some stuff up on the YouTube as well. So please subscribe, like the videos mm -hmm. there, helps the algorithm on YouTube. Travis, there's lots of stuff that we can do. Uh, with a YouTube channel that I think would be a lot more immersive as far as content wise, you know, like ISS Long Beach, California, mm -hmm. they, they would probably, I mean, there's lots of stuff we can post on a YouTube channel video content wise that would give them more info or let them in more on our world than just the audio once a week. Yeah, I think um, I'm really excited about that Long Beach show for sure, but um, definitely, uh, Definitely, you know, jump in uh, to the to the Facebook group and, you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel because when we, you know, we say we're going to do these things, you know, <laughs> uh, when we actually get around to actually doing them, you're going to want to be a part of that. So um, and we are going to get around to doing some of that stuff. It's just, you know, we're running we're running our businesses every single day, yeah. just like just like you guys are. And so you get it. It's not, you know, it's we're not trying to hold anything back. Um, you know, yeah. this is this is a passion project. It's not our job. Um, but uh, we do want to provide good content for you guys. And so make sure you subscribe um, and you'll be notified when we put something up there. Yeah. So please, like Travis said, uh, when when the content drops, you're going to want to be there and be the first to know about it. So uh, printondemandcast.com slash YouTube, printondemandcast.com slash Facebook uh, is where all of our content is going at the moment. And then, of course, all the podcast platforms as well. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Print on Demand Cast. Thank you one more time to Yong for coming on the show and uh, giving us some of his, his insight on the POD industry. And as always, for Josiah, for Travis, I'm going to try that all over again. And as always... <laughs> As all for, oh my God, <laughs> most outtake worthy this, this, three minutes this is of not, my life. We're not going to do this as an outtake. This is going in the show. This is too, this is comedic gold right here. <laughs> You're not, okay, so we're not taking this out so they can hear everything nope. I'm saying. Okay. Exactly. We'd like to be transparent with you here on the podcast and <laughs> share our successes and our failures, uh, even if it's verbally into a microphone <laughs> while staring into a camera. It's all for you, our listener. 
And as always, for Travis, I'm Josiah, and we'll see you next week right here on the Print On Demand cast. See ya. Hey, babe. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the Totally Tubular show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Want to be wicked nice? Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure. In three, two. Oh, that's okay. I can go here if you want to want to slosh a little bit more. <laughs> Outtakes. Okay. Amen.